0: Chapter 6 of Buffalo Bill From Prairie to Palace. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Paul Waldrup, Waynesville, North Carolina. Buffalo Bill From Prairie to Palace by John M. Burke. Chapter 6 Expert shooting. Every custom, vocation, or study that has for its object the protection of home, self, or one's just rights, the defense of the weak, or the protection of the innocent, is justly denominated manly and commands universal respect and admiration. If such attributes or qualifications as a steady nerve, a clear penetrating gaze and intensity and earnestness of purpose are combined with quickness of action and courageous bearing the admiration grows stronger and the respect deeper years ago scarcely anybody save the professional duelist would ever have thought of making an accomplishment of rifle or pistol shooting unless like the enlisted soldier or the dweller on the prairies a practical knowledge of firearms and their uses became an absolute necessity for self-protection or the performance of duty yet now so-called fancy shooting is considered rather a fad and its aptest exponents are objects of laudation and applause the huntsman is no longer a slayer of game and wild beasts as a means of subsistence for himself and family or for sale to neighbours or in the public market the elephant is now rarely killed for his tusks the tiger for his skin or the buffalo what few there are left of this species for his flesh now the chase is a mere sport like hunting the covers in merry england and men boast of their prowess as hunters much as they do of their skill at billiards. Yet an expert with the rifle or the pistol is an object of applause and admiration, and even the more courageous of the fair sex love to try their skill at a target. For a time, the old pastime of archery was revived, But whether its difficulties or its present day impracticability was the cause, it has been abandoned by the fashionable world and shooting galleries are now the thing rather than archery clubs. In the march of progress, the club, the lance, the javelin, and the longbow have been thrown aside and modern inventions have given us the cannon, the shotgun, the musket, the rifle, and the pistol. Some writers have even argued, and ably too, that the invention of gunpowder had a most powerful and active effect upon the civilization of the world. However, the acts of aiming and discharging the projectile and successfully striking the target, be it animate or inanimate, possesses a rare fascination for the world at large. What boy, has not enjoyed raptures of delight at the story of William Tell, and the fact of his having shot the apple from his son's head has made a more lingering and lasting impression upon the readers of the story than his struggles to liberate his countrymen from the tyranny personified in Gessler. And you iconoclasts give mortal offense to the youth of the world when you dare assert that their hero of Switzerland is a myth, there is no story more interesting told to the good little boy who regularly attends his sunday school than that of david's wonderful marksmanship when by throwing a pebble from a sling he struck the mighty goliath and slew him david's after-history his glories and his sacerdotal power though oft-times told the youthful biblical scholar and repeated to him in sermons when he grows older may have an effect but still it is the incident of david's meeting with the giant and his victory over him that most surely impresses him to learn the science of accurate shooting by constant practice in a gallery especially prepared for that purpose the target being inanimate and incapable of retaliation may and often does result in aptitude with the revolver and the rifle to preserve this cleverness however the conditions must always be the same the proper light must fall correctly upon the target nothing to disturb the serenity of the surroundings or to distract the attention of the shooter must be permitted a grade higher comes the hunter his targets are living breathing objects sometimes he may stealthily approach unobserved and secure an aim while the object is at rest again the bird flies the beast runs and then his scientific calculation must be quick and accurate but in both of these the disturbing element of the probable almost certain retaliation is lacking the excitement of rivalry or the enthusiasm added to the uncertainty of the chase may somewhat agitate the nerves of the shooter his own safety is assured however how often do we read of a meeting on the miscalled field of honor of two men, both famous as pistol gallery shots, men with whom to hit the bull's eye nine times out of ten shots is a common occurrence, yet who exchange leaden compliments that are as barren of results as would be the feeding of a hungry man on angel food? What is the cause of this? is it the actual assured knowledge that in this instance the targets are equally animate equally prepared thoroughly for retaliatory action both equally anxious and as capable of hitting the target the one as the other and a sure consequence is that the nerves of both shooters are like sweet bells jangled out of tune The soldier, whose lessons in the handling of firearms have been learned on many a hard-fought field, has acquired a steadiness of nerve, a sort of reckless fearlessness, and at times even a contempt for danger, which its constant presence has taught him. All honor to the soldiers, who in steady column, shoulder to shoulder, or in dashing charge, to the shrill cry of the bugle have fearlessly breasted the scathing fire of the enemy's guns but in this case the inspiriting association of comrades the encouraging sense of companionship cheers them on and they at least momentarily fail to really appreciate the thorough seriousness of their situation how different from all these pictures is that of the daring scout the intrepid cowboy, the faithful guide of the unsettled west. To either of these, danger is so constant, so frequent in its visitations, that it has become an expected presence. An ear quick to detect a rustle of the leaves, a footfall on the turf, the click of the hammer of a rifle, an eye to instantaneously penetrate into the thickness of the brush to detect locate and photograph a shifting speck on the horizon to measure distance at a glance and to fix the threatening target's vulnerable point in an instant are absolute necessities added to these as an absolute essential must be nerves as tense as steel a tremor of the arm nay the slightest quiver of a muscle that sends the bullet a hair's breadth from the point aimed at may cost not only the death of the shooter but the lives of those depending on him for safety no fancy shooting this for more than life honor and reputation the preservation of sacred trusts and shared lives committed to his care depended upon his coolness his courage and his accuracy in a moment all will be over for good or ill and upon his single personality all depends the stake is fearful these indubitable facts considered it is surprising that these danger baptized heroes of the west stand today as the most marvelous marksmen of the world the amateur sportsman the society expert rifle shot the ambitious youth and even woman to whom all real manly exploits and true heroism are admirable, all take sincere pleasure in witnessing the feats of marksmanship of the cowboy, scout, or guide expert, and wonder at his marvelous accuracy. It is because actual necessity was the foundation upon which their expertness was built that these surpass all others in the science. What appears wonderful to others is in them... But the perfection of art looking at expert shooting as a pastime a science or a means of protection or self-preservation the awakening of the manhood of the country and the upgrowing youth to its possibilities is surely to be commended and encouraged no man is more to be credited with the accomplishment of this than general w f cody his romantic and picturesque history and his wonderful accomplishments have attracted to him the attention of america and europe and no one man is more capable of exemplifying the science of shooting than he a graduate with high honors of the school where expert shooting is taught by the best practice and actual experience he is master of his art the object lessons he gives are of incalculable benefit to the ambitious student of marksmanship and sources of delight to all. His trusty rifle is now a social friend whose intimacy is founded on dangers averted, heroic deeds accomplished, and honors nobly won. End of chapter six Recording by Paul Waldrup, Waynesville, North Carolina